identification of other members of this family of proteins, the halo rhodopsins in 1977 and the channel rhodopsins in 2002, continue this original theme from 1971 of single gene all in one control. In 2020 hindsight, the solution to Crick's challenge, a strategy to dramatically advance brain research, was therefore available in principle even before he articulated it. Yet it took more than 30 years for the concepts to come together in the new technology of optogenetics. Optogenetics is the combination of genetics and optics to control well-defined events within any specific cells of living tissue, not just those of the nervous system. It includes the discovery and insertion into cells of genes that confer light responsiveness. It also includes the associated technologies for delivering light into the brain, directing the light's effect to genes and cells of interest, and assessing readouts or effects of this optical control. What excites neuroscientists about optogenetics is that it provides control over defined events within defined cell types at defined times a level of precision that's not only fundamentally new, but most likely crucial to biological understanding. The significance of any event in a cell is understandable only in the context of the other events occurring around it in the rest of the tissue, the whole organism, or even the larger environment. Even a shift of a few milliseconds in the timing of a neuron's firing, for example, can sometimes completely reverse the effect of its signal on the rest of the nervous system. Thousands of scientists are now wielding optogenetics to learn how specific activity patterns within select sets of neurons lead to complex physiology and behavior in worms, flies, fish, birds, mice, rats, and monkeys. The work has already yielded important insights into human problems, including depression, disordered sleep, Parkinson's disease, and schizophrenia. Biology has a tradition of using light to intervene in living systems. Researchers have long employed a light-based method called CALI to destroy and thus inhibit selected proteins. Lasers have also been used to destroy specific cells, for example, in the worm known as C. elegans. Conversely, Richard Fork of Bell Labs in the 1970s and Rafael Yuste of Columbia University in 2002 reported ways to stimulate neurons with layers that partially disrupted cell membranes. In the past decade, the laboratories of Giro Miesenbach, while at Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center, and of Ehud Isakoff, Richard Kramer, and Dirk Troner, then all at the University of California, Berkeley, have employed multi-component systems for modulating targeted cells with light. They introduced, for example, both a protein that regulates neurons and a chemical that would spur the protein into action when triggered by ultraviolet light. Yet destroying proteins or cells of interest obviously limits one's experimental options and methods that depend on multiple components, though elegant and useful, entail practical challenges and have not had broad applicability or utility in mammals. A fundamental shift to a single component strategy was necessary. As it turned out, this single component strategy was not able to build on any of the parts or methods from earlier approaches, but instead employed the remarkable all-in-one light-activated proteins from microbes, bacteriorhodopsins, halorhodopsins, and channelrhodopsins. In 2002, well after bacteriorhodopsin and halorhodopsin had become known to science, 
The Kasuza DNA Research Institute in Japan posted online thousands of new gene sequences from the green algae Chlamydomonas reinhardii. While reviewing them, Peter Hegemann, then at Regensburg University in Berlin, who had predicted that Chlamydomonas would have a light-activated ion channel, noticed two long sequences similar to those for bacteria rhodopsin, obtained copies of them from Kazusa, and asked Greg Nagel, then a principal investigator in Frankfurt, to test if they indeed coded for ion channels. In 2002, Hegemann and Nagel described their finding that one of these sequences encoded a single protein membrane channel responsive to blue light. When hit by blue photons, it regulated the flow of positively charged ions. The protein was consequently dubbed channel rhodopsin 1, or CHR1. The following year, Nagel and Hegemann...